Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. O-G. Make some noise! <laughs> Elder Sensei, one half the legendary crew artifacts, Sadat X, one from the legendary group Brandubian, have come together for a new project, another incredible album titled XL. They joined me today in the library. Thank you for joining me, man. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Um, so when did, I know this is this uh, collaboration has been in the works for, for a few, mm-hmm. but when did the actual, like when did you know that this was going to happen? 2011, early in that, that year. Uh, we was uh, hanging out actually at a uh, Pete Rock and Smith and Weston's album release party, nice. and we was outside talking, and and our friends were standing there, and we just you know normal conversation, and they said, "Y'all ever thought about doing a record together?" And we just looked at each other like, "Oh, nah, here we go." <laughs> we never thought of that. I mean, we just and then it just we gathered up a couple of beats. One joint happened, and another one, and then we just kept going. Was the assumption that? That it was going to, I mean, did you guys know it would work or like, I mean, was that, you know, that there was going to be chemistry there or. Well, we known each other for a long time. So I knew that if done right, something could be made of it. You know, I knew that, 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 it, that it, it was something that could work, you know, like, uh, I knew that once we sat down and really started working on it, I had a, an idea that it would be pretty good. And then just me being a fan of Sadat, you know, Likewise. knowing his music and, and, if you listen to brand Nubian music and you and you listen to Artifact music, it's in the same vein. You know, we, me and Tame got our start, you know, right. rocking with them. You know, so it's like only right and fitting that, you know, once we got into doing it, it, it made a lot more sense than we just a suggestion. Obviously, uh, as mentioned, brand Nubian artifacts, uh, and as you just mentioned, fans of each other. Uh, first, L, do you remember the first? Song you heard from Sadat that kind of like said this guy's. This it was guy's like everybody right else, you know. We heard, we actually saw the feel so good video. We didn't even hear the song first. We saw the video, and me and T- I called Tame. I said, "You watching this video?" He said, "What video?" I said, "Turn to the box." Everybody had the box, right, right. so everybody was requesting the video. So we saw this video like every day, all day. So we just was bugging because we like, okay, they're not from Brooklyn, they're not from Manhattan, they're not from Queens, they're from. You know, right. past Mount Vernon and New Rochelle. <laughs> so we were like, okay, what's going on in New Rochelle that we don't know about? And just by the way they were dressing and then, and the music and the just, we knew Grand Pooba, but we was like, who are these two dudes with Pooba? <laughs> so, you know, I, I gravitated from that. And then, you know, then the album came out and I was stuck. 
Right. We went to uh, New York and met them on uh, 125th State Building. It was a big concert going on, and we was in the crowd. We knew all the words to the songs, and we just like you know saw them standing there. And we just like, look, look, we tame one El Sensei, da da da, da. and <laughs> nice. we here today. Uh, and so that for you, uh, the maybe um, first track you heard from Artifact. Probably yeah. might have been demos at first. I think I probably first off the rip heard demos before they even put anything out like that. And uh because I remember they they was coming up to New Rochelle sometimes and we me and Jamal had some equipment and we just throw around ideas and play around with stuff like that. And then they came with wrong side of the tracks and stuff like that. But I remember hearing some demo stuff at first. And we actually actually Recorded wrong side in X's yeah. crib mm-hmm. in the basement in the room. So, you know, Jamar, Jamar did the original wrong side of the track song. He did the beat. He wrote the hook. He was standing there with me and Tammy. He said, look, what y'all want to, you know, what y'all want to do? Right. How y'all want to start out? He's like, well, we kind of had an idea, but then he's like, well, y'all talk about graffiti. Why don't y'all make a song about that? And we was like, hey, okay. <laughs> we wrote the verses right mm-hmm. there. It didn't, the record did, didn't sound like how it sounds now. And we couldn't clear the sample. So that was the only reason why Jamar couldn't get the producer credit. And we had to switch the beat and then we had to do change the hook. But the hook that I'm saying mm-hmm. is the hook that Jamar wrote for the song. I speak of wrong side of the tracks, like you mentioned, it's about graffiti. Um, and you uh, recently did a track with uh, Shabam Shadik, mm-hmm. um, but also Graffiti of the World, right? right? Uh, these are two tracks that are about graffiti, different times, obviously. Right. Uh, for both of you, actually, what's what's why, why talk about graffiti now? What's the importance or uh, of it to you now, from when it, when you first talked about it to now? Yeah. Well, graph has always been an intricate part of hip hop. You know, is kind of the the scriptures and the messages in the streets from certain artists and 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 uh, even MCs like say Lost Professor, KRS One, Fat Joe, and Master Ace. You know, these dudes. You know, got the bug too. So I think with, you know, me and Tame, just like Jamar said, you know, it wasn't nobody talking about graffiti at all, you know, at the time when he asked us to do that. And even the platform we ran on was the elements of hip hop, whether if it's four or five, you know, but graph is like a main fit in, in hip hop where it's like, you you put that before beatboxing, of course. You mm-hmm. put that even before DJing, of course, because it was is a worldwide thing still to this day. Uh, is is a strong marketing tool, and you know it was only right that that's what we do. Right. So it was it was only right to do it. Is it not for you? I mean, what's the importance of graffiti? I mean, like you said, it's one of the elements of hip hop. I mean, being that I'm originally from the Bronx, I always seen graffiti all over the places, and uh. You know, it's always been tied in with hip hop. You can't say hip hop without graffiti. So, uh, you know, that's basically how I saw it. Like he said, they were the first people that I know of that were actually connecting the graffiti as far as putting it into lyrics into hip hop. You know, it was always around hip hop, but they just put it into the lyric wise. Uh, before we talk about the the album XL, it's another question. Um, you talk to comedians, right? Comedians always have like a comedian comedian. It's like, you know, the person that you might not know who might not be popular and might even see have HBO special, but or Netflix special, but you just kind of someone that has inspired you to no end and maybe just like really popular within the community. Do you guys have that? I mean, is there like an MC MC for you, uh, L and for you, Sadat that maybe no one really knows about, or, you know, people know about, but is not, you know, played on the box, not played on MTV, you know, not getting the now, 2018, those YouTube hits? I would have to say for me, it probably would be Grandmaster Cash. Like, people know of him, but 
people don't know of them. You right, know what right. I mean? It's like the hip hop purists, they know of them. But a lot of these kids, they don't really know of them and they don't really know the influence that he's had on on hip hop and on the art of emceeing. Right. If 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 there was no Grandmaster Cas, there might be no Sadat X. There might there yeah. different different styles that he brought to the game and in, in, in uh just the way he attacked the mic and the way his presence, you know, like it, it, more people should know about him. I mean, and he's happy. He's satisfied with with, with his with, with what he's doing, and 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 that's cool. And um, you know, people like I said, like purists know a Grandmaster Cash. You know what I'm saying? But like, if if people don't, I don't think people sometimes have a realization of the impact that he's had on hip hop. Like, without. If if there was no Grandmaster Kaz in hip hop and it was still today, it would be much different than it is now. Mm. I I agree with that because even with him coming from a group, you know the cadences and the the, the rhyme forms they use. And for me, even I go a little bit further. Like I like our dudes like Chub Rock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the best voices even, in hip hop. Yes, best voices, best flow. You know. And this is like 89 Chubb, you know, right. and this is like before Treat Him Right and everything. So I do was like him, Special Ed, and I say Ed in the same vein as him because Howie T gave them the soundscape for what they were trying to do. Mm. And it was like upgraded a little bit from everybody else's stuff. So like Ed, Ed gave me an understanding of what it was to change your flow in songs. And that I can get that from Buckshot, too. So a lot of dudes that do these things, you know, Buster at times, I can't even understand how he would fit his mouth, fix his mouth to say certain things that's right. coming out. I'm like, well, how the hell did he fit that in there? Like, so it's for me, I look at MCs like wide receivers in football. Right. You know, I was a Jerry Rice fan back in the day, and I just like the fact that he can go on the field, don't get dirty, still be nice with it, got his towel hanging out. That's like a... Right. Wide receivers, wide receivers. So I understand what you're saying when you say yeah, MC's MC. Somebody do something that you're not doing, and then you figure, like, damn, I, I wouldn't even have thought of that. <laughs> um, during an interview about XL, you said, uh, we try to set trends rather than follow. That keeps the fans inspired. We still love it. It's also a job. Got to love what you do, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the question for both of you. Um, was there ever a time throughout this journey that you fell out of love with the music no. or fell out of love no, with the music? No, it's, it's been times when maybe it's been a little struggle or been hard, but I've never, like a lot of dudes, like they like they say they stopped for a minute and then they came back again. Like I've never not loved it. You know, it's, it's been a struggle at times, but it's, it's never been a struggle to make me be like, I don't want to do this no more. I hate it or like that. Like a lot of rappers you know they fall into that funk like i don't want to do nothing for the next year or two like it's never been like that for me and i think with, with x you know he's a multi-faceted dude you know right. what i'm saying well you could you don't have to do the rhyme thing all the time and you have intelligence enough to go into a whole nother field say being a teacher right right not a dudes can't can't say that you know and for me i never want to stop doing it because i love it so much you have this thing inside of you when you see everybody else doing it. You're like, no, I have to right. get it popping right now. So, you know, and we both the same sign, Capricorn. You're always trying to climb this mountain. You have no reason to stop climbing the mountain. You see some pictures of ghosts. They're hanging on the side of the mountain on their teeth. Right. They're so determined to get to where they need to be. You know, it's not a workaholic thing, but it's just the fact that you don't want to be forgotten. You want to show that you have skill. 
you want to show that you're adaptable to the times. And a lot of times when a lot of guys I know and they say they want to stop it because they're not active enough. Right. Um, not used to being in the studio a lot, not being on stage. When it's like that, it's a, that's a real struggle. Because mm-hmm. if you haven't done it for a while and you try to jump back into it, it's like riding a bike. You might, you know, wobble a little bit, but you get the hang of it. But right. for us, you know, a lot of dudes ask, how do y'all, you know, go on tour? Dude's like, hey, you know, is this all you do? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is work, bro. <laughs> like when you see me posting stuff on Instagram and you see us on tour and you start seeing the flyers, that's the work part we put in beforehand. And people think that's somebody else doing that. And that's yeah. all us. Uh, the intro track to, to XL, it's a, kind of a mix between your past work, other MCs. Uh, and one, 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 one sample that stood out to me was a Kanye mm-hmm. sample. Uh, he goes, because I've, I've been killing shit, but that's right. evident and from the track classic. Um, and this is not supposed to be like a got you kind of question, TMZ, but with the controversy that's happening around Kanye with uh, maybe his pro-Trump support, um, was there a discussion there with you guys? Like, oh, shit. Nah, that just was like nah, some hip-hop. D- DJ, you know? see that? Yeah, DJ. Yeah, yeah, that was DJ. <laughs> DJ just getting in and, and getting all. into the phrases. You know, and, and that's that's what's dope about hip-hop, too. Like, Primo made sure that that was okay to still do that. Right. Use cuts and phrases. And it really wasn't so much of a uh, thing with Kanye. I just think it would it made sense for us. My man Hush, when he put the cuts in there, he, I was like, whoa, okay. You know, that sometimes you get a lot of old school scratch right, phrases, right. but now this dude, my man, he picks everything so he understands what's going on. So when I heard that, I thought about it. I was like, wow, okay. That's dope that he picked that line. Yeah. And it's from him. Right, right. Yeah. So it really meant something to me when I heard it because I was like, even when, he, when I first heard him say it, I was like, yeah, that was, that was clever. <laughs> um, me and X sat here. We didn't email shit. We sat here together so you could feel that shit. Sadat spits on X. Yeah. Uh, obviously powerful lyrics. Uh, and it seems we're obviously at an age where MCs don't sit down and write. They kind of email it in, mm-hmm. as you mentioned. Um, from your experience, and if you could talk to the talk to younger generations, what are they missing by not sitting down? Well, well, well you mentioned uh, having a, a, a congruent, you know, a con- consistent like song or such, like. It's been a lot of songs that I've heard, like when you got two or three people on it, and you could tell that they weren't in the in the in the room at the same time when they were doing it. A lot of time, you know, that's just something. That's just an edge to keep you in the game. That's something that that real rap fans and people will appreciate that because you know you can tell they can tell like and and it's a certain vibe you create when you're there. Like obviously, you're not going to be able to do that all the time, but right. if if you can do it. Most of the time or, or whenever you can do it, it's it's advisable to do it, man, because, it, you know, it creates a balance in the album. It, it creates some type of continuancy where you can be like, oh, OK, well, he said this and then he came off of this. So it, it, it's, it's, it, it just creates more fluidity in the record. Mm. Especially when you're going back and forth. You know, pe- people love that when it comes to being an MC. When you hear the dudes coming back and forth with each other, some lines might run over the other ones and, and you still hear it, but yeah. you like, but that's for us. That's some MC sh- stuff because you feel like, yo, it's gonna automatically flow that way. So like, when you picking beats, that's dope for chemistry because we could be sitting in the same room. X might have some beats he want me to hear. I'll play some stuff and I'm like, okay, we'll agree right there. Like, all right, don't take Five beats to say you like the which one out of these you like the most, and because music wise we kind of and you know like the same stuff, so pretty much uh, all of the like 
energy in the record was built upon us sitting in front of each other, sitting across from each other. And like he said, he could be in the booth and I'm sitting here like, Oh wow. Like I'm here. And like, just to let y'all know, uh, that was a treat for me every time he walked in the room right. in the booth. And I'm sitting there like, and, and the, the first session, my man, <laughs> my man Quest, he was sitting there. And as soon as he went in the booth, Quest is like, and it was quiet. And as soon as he started talking, he was like, yo, believe me in the booth, yo. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yo, thank you for bringing the movie. I was like, look, but see, like, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's something with X's voice. Right, yeah. It, as, soon as, it, as soon as it come on, you're like, oh. That's my man. I, no one else sounds like that. So we, you know, I'm hyped up off it because I'm like, I'm still writing a little bit while he's in the booth. So I'm like, okay, let me just like feed off his energy. And I'm geeking too because I'm like, this is like, I ain't think we was going to get to do this. So as you, as you're hearing it happen, you're like, oh my God, like this is about to be something real special. So, you know, that's how, that's how that, that chemistry works. How do you stop, actually, how do you stop yourself from like, Holding back as a fan and being like, "It's hard, bro." Oh shit, that's a, like you know, like first time I met, and this is a different boat. But first time I met Chuck D, I the entire time was like, "Oh shit, no, that's 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 thing. yeah, definitely, definitely." Uh, and now I work when I work with him, but like, so it's like that type of thing. Like I had his cassette tape, mm-hmm. you know, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you stop that from? You just let it happen, you know what I'm saying? Like, I might not say much, but like, even when we, we on stage, we doing shows now, I'm on stage just like, word, 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 uh, I know the words to these songs now, I can, you know what I'm saying? I can help him out, even if I'm not Jamar or Pooba, I know the songs. Right. So as, and as a fan first. So, you know, to be across the stage from him, to sit in the studio, to, you know, I see everybody else happy for me because they're like, yo, I don't believe you're doing this right now. Right. You know, because they know where I come from, but then they also know the history. Yeah. So it it all still makes sense, but sometimes with that sense, I'm still like bugging out a little bit. Like, whoa! When I see the video great come out and I see the pictures and everything, and all my boys are like, "Yo, do, do, do you understand what's happening?" <laughs> I understand, but do yeah. y'all understand? Yeah. Word, that's dope. Um, so that you also spit, I can fuck with L. His pa- his passport is good. I've heard, I've spoken to artists, and they, you know, they always drop the line. Some, some of them drop the line. You know, passport issues, passport issues. Well, well see, for what what we trying to do, and uh, for the movement that we trying to create, you need that. Like, it's nothing worse for you to set up something with somebody, and uh, then they can't go. Right. You know what I mean? They can't go. Like. You know, we, we, like I said, it's passport good. So if somebody call us tomorrow and say, yo, I, y'all want to come do something in Finland? Yo, send the tickets. We, we can go. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 uh, for, for the movement that we create and that we do, because we may not get like the, 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 the million dollar tours or whatever, but the tours we get can add up for us. And we need to be, take advantage of every single one of those. Anytime we can get on the plane to go somewhere and, and, and we good. To go, then we going. No question. I had a track quick. I had a question for you, and I totally don't know where I put it. Uh, sorry, uh, but so actually, speaking with so, uh, L asked asked me to ask you about this line. Okay. Uh, everybody looks big in a medium shirt. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. See what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that uh-huh. be the line yeah. Of the <laughs> because like I'm noticing, like I mean, you know, it's been a fitness craze, and like. 
and you see it like you'll see a dude with it well especially amongst some of the younger cats like they're wearing these tiny shirts and like sure you're gonna look big if you got on a tiny shirt i mean you know that everybody look big in a medium shirt you know what i mean so that that's that was where that came from and a lot of people seem to like that line yeah, they, that was dope. <laughs> they laughing about it now cause they, they just got the picture in their head so right. uh-huh. we're shooting the video he wasn't even there and we shooting the video, and it's just like his verse is playing, and then we doing a B roll footage, and when they, every time it came coming on, everybody just in the shot, trying not to laugh, but just bust out laughing, <laughs> and then be over like, "Yo, that shit is funny, bro." <laughs> he said a medium shirt, and then you hear somebody in the background, "No, schmeedy." <laughs> yeah, right. That's yes, dope. Uh, do you? I mean, I, I've obviously talked about Sadat's lyrics in this, but do you have like a kind of a line that you did in this in this album that kind of stands out to you, but also would want to talk about? Uh, probably power moves. Yeah. Um, I was kind of like on a soapbox of saying, uh, we don't care about pretty much, you know, how many dudes is out right now. We It's about our lane that we in. This is the age we at. We still rocking. And we want y'all to pay attention to what we're doing. That My whole first verse of Power Moves pretty much was about that. And just not to pretty much don't sleep on us because we, we where we at. Because a lot of people don't have the knowledge to know where we at right now, what we're doing, you know, and, and how to go about doing all this stuff. So it's really about giving information. I just wanted them to know don't sleep on nothing we're doing because we are very much active. Yes, I think a lot of, like, we're older artists, when they're coming out trying to make an album, I think a lot of their uh, their hesitation comes from the fact that they in their mind they're thinking, well, how am I going to start this album with today's music, this and that. And it's like, yo, man, you're not going to be in the music like these young boys. Like, it's, it, it, it makes no sense to even try to follow that. Like, stay true to what you do and just go at it hard because, like, if you're going to stay true to what you do, you got to go at it hard then. Right. It can't be a halfway effort because if it's a halfway effort, then it comes out as a halfway album and it doesn't sound like it. Like, you like you can hear some of the older artists put out some songs and it, it seemed like Little Parts is a loss of steam or they was trying to experiment with, with, with something that they didn't have to experiment with. You know, like just like with us, we just did the album. We we rhymed like how we rhyme. You know, like it wasn't nobody was trying to follow a certain pattern or anything. We just rhymed how we rhyme. And I think that's what makes the album successful. And, and, and the fact that we didn't try to make a young dude record. Yeah. You know, we made a record for a cast that's our age that that's missing that part of the game where you can sit down I, I, I this dude on YouTube too going back and forth with me and he's like yo these beats sound outdated and da 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 you need he's like well who you think we should be working with bro yeah he's like well you know dudes that work with West Side Gun and Conway I said that's cool I said but that's you know we're in a lane right now where we have enough ammo and dudes we work with we're fine but I hear you yeah. right. because that's what's today but a lot of these dudes that work with these cats today still work with the dudes that we work with too. So if it's Diamond, whether if it's Pete, whether if it's Lars Pro, we know dudes that have, if if not the same heat, just as much. Mm. So when we talk about producers that are new, when we talk about Divine Drummer and Mint Plus, King I Divine, still working with dudes as great as J Rawls and DJ Spinner, we work with new new cats that rock with the type of music we've done in the past so why would we go out and do a record that was for today and we're not for yeah, today exactly we're for our age group and our age lane and that's what we stick to doing we made a record today 
in the 90s feel progression-wise to where we wanted to show them, like, these are the normal things we did when we made records in the 90s that y'all don't do today. We just want to give a little open window of what that might sound like if y'all was to concentrate on that today. See, we, we, we make records, and what's, uh, it's, it's been, like, taken away, like... I tell the people, 90% of people have to go to work. Right. You know, 90% of the people in this world got to get up and make some type of, uh, some type of income. And I don't think that's honored enough in these records. Like, I see a lot of these records, like, that young boys are making. It's cool. Like, if you still live at home with your moms, you're not going to understand what we're trying to right. do. I'm trying to pay this bill, pay this mortgage. That's the music. Somebody who got to pay this mortgage, pay the bills, make sure the family is fed, close the family, get the kids to school. It's a le- Those people like music, too. And and sometimes they don't want to hear some jump around music. They want to hear something. Well, this guy works, and, and we make records to celebrate that. This guy works, and he did that, and he came home and drank a beer, and that was an honorable thing you know what i mean music yeah. like that definitely do you think it's uh i mean this 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 question came to me when i was listening to the the track we must stand which is not on the album but it's a ninth ninth wonder production um produced album song um you two obviously 20 plus years uh doing this um uh, is there something to since it's quote-unquote easier i guess for uh artists to come out and make a pop rap record um is there something to if you see you look at those artists? Do you see that you've envisioned that they're just going to fail in terms of longevity, or do you think they actually have enough tools around them? Or enough? Well, it's it's been proven. Man, it's going to always be some of them that that pro, that prevail, and usually the ones that prevail are the ones that started the style that people are following behind, like. I, I see, like, Future will probably be around for a while. You got dudes like Travis Scott. He'll be around for a while. Drake will be around for a while. And certain, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole. Like, those are the, are the young people. They're pillars. But, see, as opposed to when we had pillars, we loved our pillars, but we didn't want to be our pillars. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? These A lot of these kids, they wanted, my nephew said he wanted to rhyme because he wanted to get some money and be like this person. And I said, well, then that's not going to be the thing. And that's going to be the determination the fact that and what what I tell a lot of the kids I'm so glad that I came out when I did I would hate to have to come out now right. just because of the sheer volume of everybody that's coming out like the, 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 there's no apprenticeship no more uh there's w- what was a what groomed the artist was the a and r's the a and r's are now gone so that's why you get a lot of these artists coming on uh coming to a radio station high and falling over the stuff and doing things like that because there is no A&R. Back in the days, you had A&R people, Dante Ross, you know, don't do this, don't do that. When you get to the radio station, make sure you're coherent and can speak and actually uh, be understandable. So, you know, like I said, it's going to always be some of those artists, but I think a lot, like you see what you're seeing now, it's a lot of dudes that come out with one or two songs and then fade away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 first of all, a lot of these guys, they, they get a big song, but they've never really done shows. So they don't know how to do shows. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't know how, like, okay, you get 15 minutes. Your song is five minutes. How do you, how do you fill that block in? Right, you right, know what right. I'm saying? So that's been lost. Some of them will get it. Some won't. I, I think it's kind of, I, I'm going to think, I'm going to say this. I think about this a lot. Like, I feel sorry for these dudes a little bit because their generation don't have, like, 
the the information we had growing up, as far as a Chuck D, right, right, as far as as far as a KRS, as far as a Rakim, as far as a Big Daddy Kane, where even with them being as cool, they still have records and within these albums that were teachable to right. to, to the youth. When you go to these parties now today, the when you hear the throwback records from our generation, everybody's like, okay. Let's go twenty years later from these dudes now. These will be the throwback records yeah. for the future, and it's not the same effect. It's no, not the no. same fun. It's not the same anything. Like I make my son sit there and watch hip hop evolution. Right. Any documentary would have got to do with hip hop, I'll let him watch it because you know he's gonna curse you. Fifteen, you understand what a curse word is, whatever. But you, I want you to understand the information that's being put to you because he's looking at Wu Tang now, today, twenty five years later, where they're really like we're going to dumb it all the way down we're coming on GMA we're coming on today's show we're coming because we need to let the now my son is watching this he don't know the grimy part of right. Wu-Tang yeah. he see them on Polo Dub clean and I love it Wu-Tang I love it I love it y'all coming on TV looking so dope and letting people see where our generation really came from and putting it in the forefront today where these kids are like really like I've heard of Wu-Tang older dudes that might have heard it back in the day was like okay I'm old enough to understand it now right. probably not the way y'all talking but I get it <laughs> so these kids will never have that they don't have artists that have the uh, impact on their their friends and peers as the same as we had so yeah, and that's, I tell them, that's real sad. It's and real I, sad. And I, t- I tell a lot of these kids, man, it's like, as far as the music and the times, it's like, I grew up in a generation where you could still do manual labor. Mm-hmm. Like, you still had factories where you can go lift some boxes all day yeah. or do this or do that. I saw a documentary where they got a factory in Massachusetts where the robots, they got a track where they, they pack the stuff. So I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, all right, 20 years from now, 30 years from now for this generation, it's just going to be so much harder for you to survive where I just don't see some of these songs that they're playing now 30 years from now after you've seen what it is now, after the glare is gone and you really got to survive and you done peeled yourself out and danced the whole time. Like, I don't see some of these songs like doing like teaching song, like slow down. We had slow down. Like I don't hear the slow down of today in some of these artists, maybe some of the J Cole songs, but the majority of the songs I hear are the dumbed down songs. And that's basically how the companies want it. They really want it like that. So once it's, it's, and I tell the kids, when you start making a certain genre of music, a certain type of hip hop music, now you're in a box. So once you become in that box, they can control that box. Now they can just keep feeding, feed that, feed, that perfect example new york radio used to be new york radio chicago radio was chicago radio la radio was la radio different places now you can hear you go in new york you're gonna hear the same five hip-hop songs that you hear in miami that you hear in in houston that you hear in la unless it's a regional station or one of those little states but the main stations now are all in cahoots everything is syndicated now so they can just program now what's good they 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 can decide what record is going to be the one. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got a board that can be like, we're going to make this record be the one. Regardless of what you think it is, I might like this record. No, we're going to make this be the one simply because we're going to just keep pumping it and playing it. Right. And you, you find yourself hearing these records over and over and over again, and they no. become ingrained in your head. 
And then you think you like them, right? Yeah, yeah. then you start, then you subconsciously, you're singing them now. And and that's even with the radio station. When you you doing this business and you, once you're in it and you behind the scenes and when people call up the radio show and they say, hey, make your request, you know, this group, such such artifacts is here and we talking to them and they say, okay, what song you want to hear? They'll say a song that is not playing on the radio. And they'll be like, oh, no, we ain't got that one. Won't you pick this one yeah, that's yeah, exactly. in rotation right now? Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, okay, okay. You want to talk to the artifacts? Blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as the show comes back on, they pumping up that song like that person really asked for it. Wow. And they back there, I didn't ask for this. I wanted exactly. something else. So it's like, and in my mind, I'm like, wow, this is how it goes? This is crazy. So, so, you know, I, that's this. it's not all what y'all may think. It's a lot of, like, trickery stuff, too. Uh, speaking of a young artist that's featured on the album, uh, Ciroc. Uh, yes. She's she featured on uh, Three Kings and a Queen, mm-hmm. which also features uh, Ari the Rugged Man. Right. Uh, I feel I've never heard Ciroc make a bad verse. Yeah, that was dope. She 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 went on that, man. And, and it was, well. She yeah, it was good. Verse, like, before all of us. Yeah. yeah. She did her verse, like, actually two, <laughs> two three years ago almost. Okay. Yeah. Well, how, yeah, how did that collaboration come together? But also, is there an artist maybe from the older school that she kind of reminds you of or maybe in the same vein of? Well, I I'm, I know Cyrock from my um my man, our lawyer, uh, my man Vinny Kumar. Uh, he's actually, he represents her too. Uh, her husband, Soul Messiah, does most of her, in her um, production. And being at, I'm, you know, that's his people, and I'm just getting on the team. I just put extended myself to say, like, hey, uh, me and Sadat, you know, doing an album. Let's, you know, put it on one of the songs. Right. I'm, I'm on the team now. Yeah. He's like, he's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna argue with that. So I, call, <laughs> I called her. I said, like, yo, I got the beat. Boom, boom. I was in Atlanta. She went, um, had the session, knocked it out. Just the same as I, I got a uh, song with her on, on a whole different song. And for me, she she doesn't sound like anybody that I can say off the top of my head, but she's powerful in the sense of where, you know, you don't hear a lot of women spitting yeah. like that. Right. Yeah. You know, like she she's like uh, my friend Ty Phoenix, same way. When you see her, she's pretty, long hair, everything. But I'm like, yo, hey, get him, get him. Yeah. <laughs> so you know she's capable of that. So that's the one thing I love about females like her. She has a certain look, but as soon as you you be amazed by that, as soon as it might come on, music come on, like, oh, okay. So that was the effect that we wanted to have with her on the record. She's like the only female on the album. Right. She so reminds that, me that of like a, a, lot. a rhyming sister soldier. Word. Like the the energy that she gives off reminds me of a sister soldier. You know, not that sister soldier rhymed like that, but just like the 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 the, 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 the energy she's giving off. Uh, I've, I know I've kept, kept you guys for a while, but when when you look at today's art, I'm speaking of not to harp, harp on today's artists, but mm-hmm. when you look at albums today, you I feel every track has a feature, right? Right. Like it's just kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys limited the features on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it about today's artists that every track has a feature? But why did you limit because, the features? See, I think the, the lot of the artists because. Uh, they have features is because one, a lot of them are not really true rappers. You know, a lot of them are, are doing this because everybody else is doing this. Um, 
That's the easy way. You know, that's the way that everybody's taken. So they see that way, uh, backloading it with features and this and that. And see where it catches up with you sometimes is at the shows. You know, when, 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 when then like being that they, they, they not really show worthy, like they've never really done shows. Because I tell these guys, in order to know how to do shows, it's a progression. You have to practice that. At the beginning, you might not have good shows, but you learn from them. And as you keep doing the shows, you learn what to do, you get better with it, where it becomes second nature. So a lot of these kids, like when they come and then, you know, they do the show and then the crowd is like, Dad, I thought it was going to be a little bit better than that or this or that. It's because they, they don't know how to do the shows, you know, so basically in, in, in that vein. And you can't expect all the artists that they do features with to be yeah to be there all the time definitely. So you know, like we we didn't want to do too many features because we had already agreed like okay we're the features within itself exactly. Right, yes. You know what I mean? Sadat X and Elder Sensei from two different groups. We're mashing up this this whole thing, and that kind of is enough yes. for for what we thought. But then as we you know we said okay we got some guests on it. So we were talking about it, you know going to the studio on Twitter one day, and way Bumpy Knuckles saw that. And he was like, he DM me, he's like, yo, what's good? I'm I'm trying to get on that. And instantly, I'm like, oh, don't yeah, have no yeah, money. Yeah. For no budget or nothing like that. He's like, did I ask you for the budget? Yeah. I was like, oh, I, now I'm like, okay, hey, bet. He's like, yo, send me the beat. So even after that, in conversation with, with Fox, he was just like, yo, L, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get my catalog up. You know what I'm saying? I like what you're doing. X is my man. Mm. And I was like, well, sh- let's go. And my man Divine gave me the beat. I actually had it for a while. I sent it to X. I sent it to Fox. I didn't know if he was going to like it or not. And I'm glad I did because if people don't realize, like, your man Bumpy done went through a transformation of some sort or whatever, where it's like, now he's doing beats we didn't know he was doing and sounding ill. Yeah. He got the project with, with, with Knots. I mean, these songs is incredible. I'm, I'm like, just grateful that this man knowing where he come from just he wanted to be on on the album with us you know like ag that's our brother right you know what i mean that's that's automatic you know so it, with that you know and then nutso that's my little man and he's a new I, I say new blood and i felt like we needed to have some of that just because it was just us so i was like we need a, a somebody to give a different perspective and to hear him Talk like that, and words he said made he made a lot of sense. I said, "Ra, yeah, Ra, you know that's 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 family too." Like so, you know, a lot of these, all the features made sense. We didn't go out searching for people like they was hot, you know. When it's like, "Yo, let's get this dude on here, let's get him on there," we was like, "No, we're gonna keep it personal and let the features be us." Uh, I've got two more questions. Uh, XL title of the album uh, is also is obviously it's a combination between mm-hmm. your two names, but. What's is there? What's is there? Or what is the bigger meaning behind that for you? XL, uh, XNL, extra large. Word. You know what I mean? Basically, <laughs> simple no. as that. No medium nope. search, extra large, XL. You know, you know that's that. That's what we did, man. This I feel that the project is extra large. Um, I'm I'm kind of taken aback because see, like when you put out projects, a lot of times you never really know what's going to happen. Like sometimes you you like, and it's been times when you and 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 maybe that was bad on my part. Sometimes like you put out you put out projects in the in the past where you like yo this this got to be the one, right. and then it don't be the one, and you be like damn like what more you know what I'm saying and 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 see that that will stop a lesser man that'll stop a lesser man like. I've seen dudes do that and be like, yo, man, I'm going to get a job or this or that. So, you know, we went into this project and it took a while and I knew it was dope, but I was just, 
I was hoping that everybody else could realize it this time. I was like, for once, like, can somebody besides my camp right, and right, besides right. us realize, like, yo, this is pretty dope. Like, all, all I need is a chance. And I feel finally this is a project that, that is getting a chance. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, we just like, hey, I put out Mad Records. I did an album earlier this year, last year, December, with my man uh, Chulo from Belgium. Mad videos off the, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to push it. Yeah. Fabby's, hey, I want to buy some vinyl, you know, and, and just the fact of, you know, you try to make all these records in a certain way for people to accept them. But doing this record, I knew every day I would sit with my boys, they'd come on my crib, start rolling up, like, you know what we're going to hear, right? We know what we got here. <laughs> it was like, it was like Wu Tang. I was like, you know what I'm going to hear, right? <laughs> so this is like, you know, my friends have enjoyed this, tr- this trip. Even probably more than me, X, because oh, yeah. they saw the process. These dudes saw the process of since 2011 to now, where they heard the mixes and they heard it get mastered, and for all the time we in the basement playing it, playing it, playing it. They like, yo, I can't believe this is really coming out. So for me, and when it came, I was like, oh, so, so, and I'm like, now what? Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, videos now. <laughs> uh, um, you know, and then the, for the people that was seeing it and hearing it, you know. It was like what X said. They people were more amazed because we made a record right. today in 2018, like it was a 90s record. Mm. And I don't like saying that, but that's what everybody gonna say. You're gonna see a lot of the write-ups and a lot of the interviews. You're gonna see a lot of reviews where it's gonna say, "This is boom bap. Yeah. This is real hip hop. This is like, hey man, listen, I want to tell y'all all, we made this record naturally and normally. Exactly. And it just because y'all don't do the type of stuff we do do you know I'm doing no more we practice it still and that's just how it comes that's out. how it came out that's how it comes you know, out we didn't, we didn't, we didn't make no go be like yo we gonna make a boom bap record we <laughs> how didn't do go you into do that? it like yeah <laughs> we gonna get boom bap beats with bass lines and drums and cracking snares and you know it, it just if you practice this and you and especially as long as we have you better know what you're doing and we think we know what y'all want Salute to my man Burnt MD in Colorado. Yeah. The title of the album, the group, me and him playing around one day on 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 Twitter. We had this thing every time we roll up and I roll up, we put hashtag peel p e e l. I don't know why that, <laughs> but he was like, "Yo, so what you gonna call this?" I said, like, "I don't know." You know, we were thinking about it. He was like, "Well, y'all should do a play on your names." I was like, "Yeah, but we we've been talking about that." But he's like, "Like, like how about?" Nubian facts are the Nubian. Uh, we started doing all, all to put the name. Then he was like, no, 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 no. He said, how about X and L? And I was like, how about XL? He said, how about you spell it X E L? Like, no, that probably won't work. Cause it won't play on the word thing. Yeah. He said, yeah, you're right. You're right. So we just left it as that. Then he started seeing stuff. He started seeing more stuff. He said, Hey, yo, he called me like, yo, you really serious? You going to run with that? You running with that? I was like, Hey, it's your fault. You said it. So yeah, I'm running with it. So burnt. I told you, every peace, interview we peace, do, peace. you get that. You get that, bro. Okay. And lastly, obviously, uh, long career, amazing careers, both of you. Um, is there those? Is there like a lyric that you've written or have you spit that still kind of blows you away today? That's like kind of like, a, oh, shit, I can't believe I wrote that mm. type thing. Well, I know for me, man, and what a lot of people say is, uh, one day when I was riding on the train, I seen these two kids <laughs> talking about the Nubian rain that fall. It's be times like I'll be in the street and somebody will just say that. And I'll, I'll hear somebody behind me say that, and I'll, I'll already know what it is. So that, that'll probably be like one of the ones, you know, and I just came out of a time of desperation. Like, yo, listen, uh, we got to make this work. You know what I'm saying? With this, this is the proving ground. So the, that, that lyric came out of a desperation of, 
keeping my career going. So that's basically why I like that one. That's up. And for me, I would say uh, crowd pleaser. I do shows and do like when I get there, if they're not saying wrong side, they saying crowd pleaser. <laughs> so I know that for me, that first line, when the pin hits the pad, things start happening. And I was like, from there, it's just whatever. But, you know, people that like the song, it's like, it was like a setup. You said, you said that one line and then Fernet was like, yeah, go. I'm like, yeah. So it's like, that was for me, my first solo, second solo album, but got to deal with Fat Beats and everybody that worked in Fat Beats was like, well, come here, come here, come here, come sit down, sit down. I'm like, what's up? I was like, yo, we heard you about to get signed. Like, you know, we heard the last album. It was, it was kind of personal. Like, how about, you know, just come out the gates with the next one? And I always kept that in the back of my head. And then when I started recording and Ilman gave me that beat. I was like, okay, this is the song that they're talking about that I'm going to, I sat, my man, I always went past the beat, went past the beat, and my man was like, yo, why don't you sit down, my man P. Original, rest in peace, he said, yo, why don't you sit down and do this song today, I was like, nah, P., I ain't ready for that one, yo, he said, that beat, you hear that beat, he said, man, just, yo, look, I notebook on the table, but on the table, but on the table, you start writing, I'm doing this, you write. And the first thing I looked, I looked at the paper, kept looking at it, looking at it, and the only thing I could say was like, when the pit hits the back, <laughs> yeah, things yeah. are happening for real. Because that'll happen went. too, like you said that. Like some sometimes you get a beat and you know it's that beat, mm-hmm. but you but you not re- you you can't attack it nah, yet. Nah. You got to think about it for a while. Like yo, I, I, this one I I can't mess this one up. Like I gotta mm-hmm. I gotta really say something that, on that's this. like that beat mm-hmm. where you feel like if you mess it up, it's like the next one. Like well, if I had that, exactly, I exactly, that exactly. Mm-hmm. No question. You got to do it right. Uh, Sadat X, Elder Sensei, XL's the album. Yo, yo. Uh, thank you so much for joining me on the Ladder with Jemina Cup. Thank y'all, man. Peace. Pick that album right. up. Peace. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.